welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and as always, we're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here in balmy Austin, Texas with you on the radio. It's only going to be 104 today, I think. We're going the wrong direction. Anyway, <laughs> get, I, think, I think you and I have gotten into the habit of giving all of our listeners the weather report from Texas. Maybe maybe oh, that's no. becoming annoying to listen to, but okay, I guess dear. what we're doing... We're doing. We're sort of complaining, but we're not because we know better than really. complain, right, Julie? Exactly. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so the topic of today's radio show, and I think this is something you guys will all love, is how to be successful without losing your soul. Now, why did we come up with that title? How to be successful without losing your soul? Because when you're in coaching relationships with folks for long enough, you realize that for them to break through and go to the next level, oftentimes there is something that's holding them back inside of their head that has to do with money, that has to do with actually being successful. Sometimes it's a feeling of not being worthy of the success. Sometimes it's uh, a mindset about how will the, you know, my friends, family, and loved ones react to my success. There's all these types of mooring lines, things that hold us to the shore when truly what we want to do is be set free to go to our highest levels. So today we're going to be sharing with you techniques on how to be successful, ideas on how to be successful without losing your soul. And again, this is going to be um, geared more towards mindset. And as you guys know, we are true believers that 90% of your success, your long-term ever-increasing success comes from your mindset and 10% comes from your skill set. You can't have, you have to have both. You can't have one or the other. You can't have a great skill set and a, you know, dysfunctional mindset. You won't be successful for long, maybe short-term, but not for long. And you certainly can't be successful if all you have is a great skill set, but you have a really poor mindset. Those two things have to be in synchronicity. Otherwise, frankly, you will find yourself struggling or doing what many, many agents do, or really many people do, is they just have ups and downs, peaks and valleys throughout their lives. So, Julie, before we get to the first point, I know you've been on some coaching calls today mm-hmm. with some of our coaches. Julie, in case you guys didn't know, it is in charge of our coaches. So anything interesting coming up from any of the coaches that you're hearing that you'd like to relay to our 100,000-plus listeners? <laughs> exactly. No pressure. Um, I think that many of them are going to the same thing, which is experiencing massive amounts of success at this point in the year, lots of deals clients. pending. Lots of Yeah. I'm talking about the coaches are saying about their clients and the, the, you know, it's kind of a nice problem to have, how to keep somebody motivated that's already done more than they did last year at this point. So it's a lot of recalibration of goals, getting them to think even bigger, making sure that this was not a fluke but a habit, and also allowing them to take a breath. So it's always a balance this time of year before we go for the push of the second half going into fourth quarter and the holidays and all of that fun stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it is a balance between taking a breath, taking some time off, and then being full speed ahead again, because the thing is, what was a rockin' first six months, if that's what you live on in the rest of the year and it just evens out, it ends up being an okay year. And that's really not what we're coaching you to do. We're coaching all of you to have your best years ever. And that's very exciting for the coaches and for the clients. So a lot of positive feedback. 
I know we're picking up a lot of new listeners. We can watch the statistics and see that. And so here's the, here's the thing I want all of you guys to write down and never forget this. Your next year has already started. Your 2016 is already here. Effectively, the relationships that you initiate, the conversations that you start, the listings in some cases, depending on your market, that you take now, everything you're doing now, for the most part, is going to basically be the, for the start of your next year. Yes, of course, you're going to get some listings and you're going to do some transactions and they're going to close this year, thank God. But you've got to be thinking in terms of five, six months from now. You've got to be thinking in terms of six, seven months from now, as in the activity, the work you do now will pay dividends in the future. You know, and it's difficult, I know, it's new kind of thinking for a lot of you to accept that, but the reality of it is, is the way most agents will do it this time of year, oh, my kids are going back to school, and after that, you know, that's August, that's last part of August, September, it's all about that, so there's this effectively two weeks there that a lot of people lose, and then there's at the end of October, oh, it's Halloween, Halloween for some reason, I don't know why, but in the real estate industry, it's become an excuse not it's to like work. a month-long holiday. I guess carving the pumpkins requires a huge amount of time I wasn't aware of, but that's okay. And then November, well, then there's Thanksgiving. And then December, well, those you guys know. So, And then we're into the new year, and then there's the well, no one buys a house in January. So what we're dealing with, guys, going forward, and this is kind of stressful, I realize, but if you accept it for what it is and realize that where it in, in lies this, what I'm about to tell you is opportunity. So here it goes. We might effectively have five or six months, five and a half months, whatever, left this year to actually work. But if you take out the holidays, if you take out the days where basically other people aren't working, you can still be at work, but you won't be working with anybody because they're going to be cutting turkeys and whatnot. If you take out the weekends, if you take out the vacations that maybe you have planned, if you take out, you guys get the idea, and then you go to a calendar and you actually look to see how many actual working days you have left this year where you're going to be focused primarily on the actual job of helping folks buy or sell a home and make money for yourself, we don't, know, we don't have a heck of a lot of days left. You don't have 150 days left to work this year. You maybe realistically have 50. Shocking, I know, but it's true. Go to a calendar if you don't believe me and actually be honest with yourself and look to see and maybe mark with an X or mark with a star the days you know you're going to be working. I bet you it adds up to be roughly 50. It's more important now, right now, for you to be focused than it is really any other time of year because this is the tipping point for next year. Again, have minimum standards. Listen to past radio shows. If there's anything we can be doing for you, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Do not make the mistake that so many agents do of basically waiting till next year. Do not make the mistake of taking your business seriously again in January. I promise you, you will regret it. There's a reason why in the country the most successful listing agents specifically have gotten really good at prospecting is because it is hard and they know there's less competition because most other agents will give up. And so if you want to learn how to make money, I'll give you the easiest way to do it. Number one, you definitely want to get our scripts. You definitely want to get our objection handlers. They're totally written for this economy, this market. They're not just some overused scripts from the 70s. So there's that. Number two, and this is without a doubt what I would be doing for every one of you, I would get mojocells.com. So Mojo Sells, even before they were a sponsor of the show, we always suggest that you guys use them because why? It is a done-for-you, in-the-box, complete lead generation business system. It's probably one of the coolest things out there for agents who are actually serious about building their business. It's an auto-dialer, but they also can sell you lists of expireds. They can sell you lists of for sale by owners. And all you have to do is sit in front of your computer, hit one button, and then all of a sudden, guess what happens? 
it starts dialing for you. Okay, so you guys got to be really clear that if you're serious about building your business and you're serious about making a lot of money, sooner or later, I promise you, you're going to have to learn to master these skills because all the other stuff that's easy, the problem with it is it becomes oversaturated in like 90 days. So all these little passive things, they do work. I'm not saying that they don't, but they work for a very short period of time. Whereas learning the skills necessary and using an incredible tool like Mojo Sells makes it so that you will make money consistently every single day. And you treat mentally and emotionally, you'll start seeing the other things that you do that are passive things as the icing, right? You'll see those as the frosting. But the real uh, benefit, the real work, the real money, the real success comes from actually learning how to master these types of skills. So definitely want to look into our friends at MojoSells.com. So, Julie, let's get to our first point. And, again, the topic of today, guys, of today's radio show is how to be successful without losing your soul. Okay, perfect. So, number one, we're talking about people who are successful that haven't lost their marbles here, guys. These are the agents where you go, gosh, how can they have so much going on and still be so calm? Well, point number one, emotionally stable top producers don't take everything personally. The top agents stay at the top because they know, A, when you generate lots of business, you don't have to tolerate as much drama, and B, they know how to just say next when something doesn't go their way. And i got to say, Tim, this is one of the things that really makes a difference between the top producers and everybody else is that they are not so into taking everything so personally. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, and it goes back to what we were talking about yesterday, right? Um, your mantra when it comes to drama, <laughs> well, should be first of all avoid it, but should be it's too soon to tell. So when you have what would be classically labeled as a failure or a success, tell yourself it's too soon to tell. Write that down, put it by your desk. The idea is that you keep your emotions between the lines. A huge success, it's too soon to tell. A huge failure, it's too soon to tell. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you burn yourself out with all these peaks and valleys of your emotions. Your body literally is not designed to handle the constant ups and downs. And those of you guys who have been experiencing prolonged stress and think it's now normal and natural for you to feel that way all the time, adapt the mindset if it's too soon to tell. It will have a profound impact on your life. Perfect. So point number two, top producers who still have all the marbles in their heads don't get caught up in silly arguments. And I would say even more importantly, they don't cause those silly arguments. The top producer is emotionally stable, actually allows a great deal to go smoothly. Right? They don't create or manufacture issues just to justify their commission check. Right? So again, how to be successful without losing your soul? Well, don't cause problems where there aren't any. And I think all of you guys can relate. It looked like an easy, smooth, simple deal, and then somebody manufactured a problem. So the top producers that haven't sold their souls, you know, they know this. They don't get into it. They will just let things go when they're going well. So point number three, Tim, the emotionally stable always take a breath before they react. 20 minutes before returning a call can make all the difference in how a potentially volatile situation is handled. They use a cool head. So these agents that you look up to, they do have a lot going on. They haven't sold their soul. Everything is fine. They just seem like they've got this calm, right? Part of the reason is they don't instantly react. That's one of the issues that we see constantly with the ordinary agent, the struggling agent. It's always the same agents who are living check to check that react instantaneously, right? So the really great agents who have not sold their soul, haven't you know, lost it, they take a breath. They have so that level let's, of calm. 
So what's, again, guys, drill down on that idea. When you have something stressful show up in your email, which is, what, every day, right? When you have something stressful showing up in your voicemail, when you have somebody that if you have an office at the office who's basically trying to share with you their drama, do yourself a favor. If you're at the office, lock your door or put a sign on your door saying on a conference call, make it so that, you don't have, that you're not inviting in that drama. Because, guys, the reality of it is, and you can't, I mean, at this point in your lives and your careers, you can't really argue at this point is that when you invite drama, when you invite hardship, when you invite, invite negative thoughts, they always bring their family. It's not like one thought. It's all of a sudden you're having a family reunion for that whole negative thought family. You get it? And they have a huge family. So there's always one after another, after another, after another, after another. So be okay with saying no to folks. Be okay with putting uh, up walls when you're trying to shield your own mindset. It is hard to do because in a way, and I know this is true, and I know psychologically this might even seem like it's a little bit of a, uh, a kind of a hardship move, but you have got to be willing to say to yourself, I need to protect myself. I need to protect my mindset. And during at least the morning hours, and maybe ideally throughout your life, again, be okay with saying no. Be okay with saying, no, I'm not going to invite that drama into my life. No, I'm not going to allow those negative thoughts to enter my mind. And when they do, when you do have things that basically inevitably show up on your radar, as Julie said to this point, give your, before you react, before you allow your ego to take off, before you want to you know, jump through the phone or jump through your email and strangle the other agent or your seller or your buyer. Not that that ever happens, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Or whoever Every else. Day. Do yourself a favor and sit back and have a little meditative moment. Give yourself, as Julie said, 20 minutes to cool off. And then the amazing thing is, is when you're not reacting out of that frenetic state, that ego-based state of fear, when you're not thinking through the, you know, the, through the mindset of I'm, I'm under attack, when you've let yourself cool off for 20 minutes, the outcome, what happens next, is going to be from your higher self. In other words, it's going to be the person that you really want to be, not the person that's just reacting. And you'll feel much calmer. Life will be much more serene. And to the previous point, basically, you'll be adapting and living by the idea that it's too soon to tell. So guys, get to the fact that remember 90% mindset, 10% skill set. And that's what we're sharing with you today is actual techniques and how you can employ those concepts. Point number four. All right, so Julie? point number four, yes, is that the best of the best are responsible, accountable, and coachable. The agents who haven't lost their souls to this business through their success, they assume that it's their responsibility to make the deal in the first place, to make it stick, and to make it close, all for the sake of the client's happiness. They put their clients first, but they assume that it's their responsibility they don't do this reverse delegation thing, counting on the other agents to take care of everything and write up all the addendums and gather all the signatures and negotiate everything. No, the best of the best, those agents, they assume responsibility, accountability, and they're very coachable. So point number five, the agents you respect the most are the same ones who are always in action. They don't wait for the market to hand them business. They don't wait to change when it's a changing market. Complacent agents have skinny kids. Right? The ones that wait around for something to happen to them always make less money. And you know, I think there is a connection, Tim, between agents who are making less money and the agents that are emotionally reactive and the ones that feel like they're losing the, their soul to the business. But it's all related to this thing called taking action. If you assume responsibility that it's up to you and you're less of a victim, then there's a calm that comes from that. So I think all these points are kind of interrelated, don't you? 
I absolutely do. And, you know, at the end of the day, guys, again, what you've got to be reminding yourself is, is that this is an incredible opportunity for you to truly be of service to other folks. And if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling, you know, this, like the stress is getting the better of you, and it happens to all of us at some point, uh, do request a free coaching call at Free Coaching Calls for Agents. Do listen to past radio shows. Do read the books that are on our, our reading list. Because really the way that you succeed is if you always stay attached to the idea that you're here to help others. You're here to be of service to others. If that's your most prominent thought, and if you keep it there, the stuff that comes your way naturally and organically because of the nature of what we do, it won't have such a profound, uh, usually negative effect on your mindset. And the main thing is is to give yourself a break. Accept the fact that, hey, sometimes you stumble, but it's, it's you know, it goes back to the whole Batman quote, right? Why is it that we uh, fail or why is it that we fall so we can learn to get back up? So you guys got to keep yourself in that mindset. So I know from talking with a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys really do read Inman Select every single day. If you're not yet an Inman Select subscriber, you will frankly are missing some of the best real estate information as far as news that's out there, you definitely want to be tuning into that. If you want to know where I, frankly, get a lot of uh, my insight as far as what the next turn in the road is going to be for real estate, it's definitely Inman Select. And Inman Select is super inexpensive to be a member of. So do yourself a favor. Uh, Get your information that's going to have a direct effect on your ability to serve others and make money from Inman Select. So whatever you do, definitely have that at the top of your list. All right, Julie, next point. All right, the next point is that the most emotionally stable agents that have it together and are still calm, they apologize sincerely for their mistakes. They take action to fix what they screwed up. There's a difference between saying there's problems with this deal, there's problems with this prospect or this client versus I'm doing something wrong here. What can I make to do it? What can I do to make it right? They take action to fix whatever they screwed up instead of hiding out you know, we've heard story all kinds of – someday we'll write a book about stuff we hear on coaching calls, but uh, when agents hide out from their mistake, you know, hoping that nobody discovers that missing addendum, and then, of course, it always turns up at closing or in underwriting, right? So the best agents, they admit their mistakes, they apologize sincerely, and they take action. I mean, honestly, Tim, don't you respect somebody even more, not less, when they say, you know what, I really screwed this up, I'm going to take action, I'm going to fix this, versus well, waiting to see what happens? Taking responsibility when someone, especially in a leadership uh, position, takes responsibility is a surefire sign that they are not being ruled by their ego. That's really, if you guys are, you know, we've done radio shows on ego topics before, but that right there, you know, use of personal pronouns, always directing conversations about themselves. I mean, those are all ego signs, but the best way to tell whether or not someone's imbalanced with their ego or at least consciously aware that their ego can have a negative effect on their result, their mindset, are people that take responsibility. So here's the thing. We talked about this yesterday and the day before, but it's so important. It's a concept, okay, but it definitely works. Try it. Just try it for like half a day. Take responsibility for everything. Literally own everything that happens to you, whether it's something that you created or something else that somebody else created. If you get, you know, you're listening to today's radio show. Most of you are listening to us on your mobile devices. I'm sure a lot of you listen to us in your cars. Well, let's say you get back to your office and there's some terse email sitting there from your seller and it has absolutely nothing you in your mind. You're, you're, you can't even remotely figure out how that is your responsibility that the seller's reacting this way. It's just completely, totally out of left field. We've all been there, right? So what I want you to do, opposed to being a victim of it, say it's my responsibility. I somehow 
created this or I manifested this. So whatever happens in your life, good, bad, or indifferent, you have to take responsibility for it. Why is that a profound way of being? Because that means that you own the successes and you own the failures completely. And if you now then realizing that the failures were your responsibility, that means you have the power to do something about it, you see? If you don't assume the failures are your responsibility, and in other words, that email from your seller wasn't, has total, was totally out of your control, that makes you the victim. And what being a victim or having a victim mindset does, it attracts more of the same to you. So it'll attract more uh, challenges where you'll be consistently feeling like a victim. When you find yourself at any situation, okay, good, bad, or indifferent, always take full responsibility for it. It's freeing. It's liberating. It gives you power. It gives you power at times when you didn't realize you did have power. Julie, next point. All right, so point number seven, again, we're talking about how to be successful without losing your soul. Well, the agents who are really good at that are always looking to improve. They don't waste endless amounts of time beating themselves up. They learn from their mistakes, but very importantly, after they make the changes, they acknowledge it, and then they move on. And that leads me to point number eight, which makes sense in conjunction with this. They also don't make their setbacks into their story, right? The best agents are always looking for ways to be victorious in helping more people versus being the victim of why they can't be, why they can't be helping more people. And I remember, Tim, on one of my first uh, coaching calls, I remember that uh, with this one particular agent, I asked her how last year had gone. She said, well, she had one, three, it was like a three or four million dollar commercial property that she had counted on. And because that didn't close, but she spent all of her time on that, that became her story for why that year, not why that week or that month or that quarter, which might have been somewhat reasonable, but that's why her year was so terrible. She had made the issue into her story, her theme song, right? So the emotionally stable agent who hasn't lost their soul to their success doesn't make their setback into their story. Back to you, Tim. How many coaching clients and how many agents out there are holding themselves back because they had their asses kicked as a result of the housing crash? Tons, right? Yeah, that's so, right. So maybe, right, it's a common thing. You guys are holding yourselves back, keeping yourself in this nice, nice safe, secure box uh, because you're fearful that your ego is telling you that your success in the past can't be replicated. Your ego is telling you, well, you were only successful in the past because of this, that, and the other things were happening, and you know you can't do it again as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Well, guess what? If you believe that, that's exactly what it would have been. You know, it'll have been one time in your life that lasted three or four years where you basically were more successful than you dreamed of, and now you're back to where you started, if not further down, you know, the food chain. That's what's happened to a lot of you guys in your mindset. You've got to set that free. You've got to basically be accepting the fact that you are the one that's keeping yourself from climbing back to the heights that you were at before, or you're the one that's keeping yourself at the level that you're, that you're currently at and not going to the next level. It's all about your mindset, guys. So like a lot of you, our business is growing quickly. I mean, matter of fact, since the beginning of the year, we have added between coaches and salespeople over 50 people. And one of the <laughs> constant challenges we have is, like you, communication. So how do we all keep in contact with each other? We have actually upgraded our entire systems to VTech phones. Now, I personally was very fearful of getting into the whole, you know, figuring out what phone system to use. And I was very tempted to even do what a lot of you are probably doing, just say, well, the heck with it, I'm just going to go with the cell phone and use that for everything. 
But unfortunately, cell phones have a lot of limited use. The drop calls, the receptions, the audio quality, all that good stuff. That's the reason that we are looking for a really great solution, and we went with VTech phones. And now the wonderful thing about VTech phones, and I'm going to give you guys some more specific, specific information about that now, is that they're just so easy to use. They're just plug and play. You don't need an IT guy. You don't need to call out you know, your phone guy. It's simple. It's an elegant solution that all of you need to seriously consider, whether it's just you and an assistant, or it's you and your in your team, or frankly, the VTech four line small business phone system might even be perfect if you are working out of your house and use it as your home phone. VTech's new four line small business phone system is the perfect solution for small business owners that need to install a phone system that has the qualities and features that they have previously only been available for companies with bigger budgets. The new system is the most affordable and easy to install four line system on the market. The four line small business phone system components include the main console and the optional of expandable cordless desk sets, cordless accessory handsets, cordless headsets, and speaker phones, allowing the system to grow alongside a business up to 10 extensions. The VTech four-line small business phone system components are available in stores and online at Office Depot, Office Max, and Staples, as well as online at vtechphones.com. So, Julie, we have two more points, so let's get to them. Point number nine. Point number nine, the agents you respect the most have a mindset of service. They give before they expect to get back. They're not entitled. These agents create their own business. They're accountable for their customer service, their ability to negotiate. They don't constantly put it on the other agent to get the deal done. So again, they're not entitled. They have a mindset of service. So remember, guys, one of our most commonly used quotes because it's so true, if you don't already have the money that you and your family deserve and desire, it's because you have yet to figure out how to help enough people to earn the result of your hard work, which is known as money. So the agents you respect the most do have that mindset of service. That's point number nine, easy to adopt. Number 10, the agents who are most stable emotionally, financially, and mentally are actively managing their mindset, their wallet, and their environment. They're in control through their systems and their standards versus a lot of agents that seem like they're unglued and probably have lost their soul on some level, those agents that are constantly disorganized, you know, they're always missing a document, they're always getting into it with other agents, it's never their fault. But the, the best agents who have it together emotionally, financially, and mentally, they're very actively managing their mindset. They actually think about it in the morning. They have wipe-off boards. They're reporting to their coach what their numbers are. They're tracking everything. They're specific about how much they save. They're specific about not having a, a too much media. You know, they follow the media-free uh, morning that we all coach you on. You know, they're taking an active position in creating the life of their dreams instead of taking whatever the market's willing to give to them. Does that make sense, Tim? It takes a lot of control it, to be good at this. It does. And this is an ongoing process, guys, right? You don't sure. just one day get it. And then hmm. if you think that you just get it, okay, all Julie's points, you know, <laughs> you know, you can't ever get it, okay? You always have to be working on it. The second you say, I get it, what you're essentially doing is saying, I'm going to stop learning to perfect that particular way of thinking, and then you become complacent. And then whatever you did have, whatever you did get, you lose. So these aren't thoughts and concepts that you just have in your head and they're just there forever. They're thoughts and concepts that you have to continuously build on to improve upon. Um, and that's how you actually stay in this state. That's how you stay in the state of success. That's you, how you stay in the state of uh, being of service to other people. That's how you attract to you the experiences in your life that you want and you deserve. 
you have to get to the place where you have the skill set, yes, and again, that's 10% of your long-term ever-increasing success, and then you have to essentially backfill with the mindset. Those two things have to be happening simultaneously. If you're one of these agents, I know a lot of you guys are listening, where you feel like you've perfected certain skill sets, but it didn't ever seem to bring the success with it, the reality of it is, is that you may have mastered a particular skill set, but you never actually had the mindset that went along with it. So you may have known how to, for example, do a certain thing to generate leads, but because your mindset wasn't about uh, attracting or it wasn't about abundance or you had certain, like maybe you could only take six listings and all of a sudden you started feeling overwhelmed, or maybe because you had a certain amount of money in contract and it was more money than you ever thought you'd have in contract at once, you all of a sudden start shutting yourself down, or maybe you're like you know, so many of our coaching clients who are crossing the threshold into financial realms that they never thought they would be uh, living in. You know, they're making more money, having more success. Their lives are changing. Their families' lives are changing. And now you look around, it turns out everybody else that was your support structure, they're where they were, and they're starting to resent you. They're starting to maybe even try to uh, do things that are, let's just be honest, mean and nasty towards you. That's the type of thing that happens. It doesn't always happen that way. But in many cases, those are the types of things that make it so that when you become successful, people don't maintain success. They tear themselves back down. They get to a a certain threshold of success. It can happen in financial success, business success. Obviously, it can happen in your personal lives. It can happen with your success. You've got to be monitoring those things. You've got to accept responsibility for the good and the bad that happens to you and then move forward. Guys, there never has been and never will be, in my opinion, a better time to be in real estate. This right now, realistically, for the next, say, 10 to 15 years, this is going to be as the Generation Wires, you know, baby boomers, kids start buying houses, as, and there's more of them than there ever were of baby boomers. We're going to see, literally, I mean, it was, I heard something yesterday that within, like, the next, was it 15 years, in essence, essentially all of Congress, you know, all of the Senate is going to be run by, you know, Generation X, which is our generation, which is just a sliver of us, and the, the baby boomer kids, the, you know, the Generation Y, whatever you want to call them. You know, that generation is going to rule the world. There are so many more of them than there are any of the previous generations that everything's going to change. And guess what? They're starting to form families. They're buying houses. They're, buying, they're going to be buying second houses. They're going to be doing all the things, but they're going to be doing all those things amplified by three or 400% compared to their parents. You guys get it? The greatest opportunity for real estate is still ahead of you. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how much, you know, basically you've been pushed back on your heels through this industry. Embrace that your best days are ahead of you and start taking the actions necessary to make that true. If there's anything we can be doing for you at any time, guys, you can listen to the radio show. You can request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. We are here for you. We look forward to walking a journey with you. There's no greater honor to us and all of our coaches and all of our staff than being your coaches. It's an incredible gift that you give us, and I sincerely thank you for it. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.